And our scripture letter for this first Sunday in January comes from the second chapter of the book of St. Matthew. The disciple, Jesus has been born, the shepherds have come, the shepherds have left, the wise men have come, the wise men have left. And now we talk what's called the escape into Egypt. After the wise men had gone, an angel from the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, and he said, get up, hurry and take the child and his mother to Egypt. Stay there till I tell you to return, because Herod is looking for the new child, and he wants to kill him. And that night, Joseph got up and took his wife and child to Egypt, where they stayed until Herod died, so that the Lord's promise came true, just as the prophet had said, I called my son out of Egypt. But when Herod heard, out, heard what had happened, that the wise men from the east had tricked him, he was very angry, and he gave orders for his men to kill all the boys who lived in or near Bethlehem and were two years of old or younger. And this was based on what he had learned from the wise men. So the Lord's promise came true, just as the prophet Jeremiah had said. In Ramah, a voice was heard crying and weeping loudly. Rachel was mourning for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were dead. Well, dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord, and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I, uh, this is certainly kind of a downer way to start the year. And after all the beauty of Christmas, you wonder even why they put this story in the Bible. You know, the archaeologists and those who read ancient, ancient laws can find no evidence, really, that this massacre of those little children ever happened. But then, at the time, and maybe even now, Israel was not considered in the Roman Empire to be a very big thing. It may just not have caught their, their eye. And the reason I say that is because this story, even though it is dramatic in the Bible, this story is repeated every single day, and it has been. Before the, before the advent of Christ, after the advent of Christ, children die every day because men, honestly, but it doesn't have to be men, rulers and those with power are more concerned about protecting their wealth and their power than they are of protecting the children who God gave them to protect. And so even at this time in our lives, when we see the ongoing battle in Israel and Palestine where children have been massacred or killed or maimed by bombs, or in or Ukraine where where bombs just flatten hospitals and, and people's homes and children are just blown apart, or in so many other nations of the world where just injustice comes at the expense of those children God gave us to protect. It wasn't just it wasn't just back at the time of Jesus that innocent children suffered. And yet this story belongs in the Bible for a couple of reasons. One, of course, it, um, like a lot of stories in the New Testament, it says this happened to fulfill a prophecy. But I think far more important, what really happens, there is just a judgment on us all, a judgment on us all that we live in an evil world where we find it acceptable that children should be sacrificed because we don't care enough or because our rulers are too afraid or because we want to fulfill some other destiny other than the one that God gave us.
which is to create a safe world for those little children he brings into the world in such innocence. Um, we're all guilty. I mean, you and I probably have never thought about killing a child, but we live lives that are some degree of luxury because we don't care that the things that we use and buy inexpensively are produced on the backs of child labor in other parts of the world, or we don't care that nations we support are involved in killing children. We don't care if our schools are failing as long as we're comfortable. I don't have to go on with this forever, and I hate to start the new year by being on such a negative note, but honestly, this is New Year is a time of new promises, and I think the promise we ought to make this year is do everything we can to protect every child we can. And if we do that, that will be the good news. Thanks be to God. Now let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we do pray this morning for all the children of the world who suffer and for all people who suffer. For those who are hungry and homeless or victims of wars or victims of natural disasters, we pray. We pray for those who are hospitalized or in institutions of one kind or another, who suffer from physical or mental illness. For all those who suffer, we pray. Lord, we pray especially maybe for all those who help. We pray for the doctors and the medical personnel and the police officers and firefighters and utility workers, for our teachers and our farmers and our merchants, for all of those who spend of their lives trying to make this a safer world. And Lord, we pray for our governor, for our president, for the men and women in the armed forces. And we pray for one another as we remember the words that you taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you and may the Lord give each of you God's peace. Thank you for watching us. We hope you have a wonderful week and a blessed new year.